0: Asalaamu alaykum and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, my name is Farhat Amin, I'm your host and today I'm speaking to Brother Baba Ali. He is um, one of the co-founders of a Muslim matrimonial website called Half-Aldeen. Asalaamu alaykum Brother.
1: Oh, Welcome Asalaam, how are you doing today?
0: Alhamdulillah, I'm well. How are you and the kids?
1: Alhamdulillah, everyone's doing good. Wife and the kids, everyone's doing good.
0: Alhamdulillah. So I first found out about your website when I was doing research for um, a chapter in my book, um, which is titled, well, the the book is called Smart Single Muslimer, but what I was interested in was how to, it was a chapter about how to find a husband, and Mm -hmm. that's a question that many sisters have, that in, you know, 21st century, how do you find an Islamically minded Muslim husband who you'll be compatible with, and so as you know, more and more people are going online. And so then I thought, let me go and see some of these Muslim apps and Muslim you know, websites. And what was really nice, what stuck out about half our Deen was the one, the very obvious Islamic ethos of the website compared to the other ones that I was seeing. So I, that's why I got in touch with yourself. Um, so what made you begin at half our Deen?
1: So many, many years ago, I was struggling to find my other half and by going through the process myself and realizing how difficult it is for single Muslims to find other half, I became very passionate about the project of helping others so they don't have to go through what I went through. Mm-hmm. So what says HaFardin apart from the typical Muslim matchmaking website or matrimonial website is that the typical site is a, basically a, a pure business website. It's like whatever makes money, let's try to copy that. So basically they copied uh, Tinder or websites that are very, uh, let's just say, not designed necessarily for marriage minded people, mm-hmm. people who are more temporary relationships, dating relationships. And they, they copied that over to Muslims. So for myself and myself being marriage minded and all my friends who are being marriage minded, I felt that platform doesn't really work for us. We need a different structure because that's designed for dating,
0: for mm-hmm. temporary
1: relationships. But there's a lot of Muslims that don't want temporary relationships. They want to work with Muslims or speak to Muslims who are looking to be married like long term. So inshallah, um, that's the that's a major difference. And that's the, the big difference between the two platforms. One sites you go to, you'll find a lot of. Brothers that are more in the dating mentality, more of like, hey, I don't want anything serious and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And half our de- uh, obviously attracts a different type of audience because, you know, uh, it's going to have a much smaller audience. Just like the Muslim Ummah, there's a lot more non-practicing people than practicing people. And uh, oh. so it's a different audience, alhamdulillah, but it's 2,500 success stories, So it is it is working, alhamdulillah.
0: Yeah, mashallah, that's what, that's what I was really impressed by. And um, it's interesting, in, in my book, I, I do speak about the whole concept of, you know, a traditional marriage that's based on religious principles. So for, whether it's Christian or Muslim, to be honest, yes. but we're, partic- we're interested in, in Muslims. But that seems to be going out of fashion, the whole idea of getting married, you know, getting married and staying with one person as opposed to dating and having casual relationships Uh, i'd be really interested to know why do you think that is happening in amongst muslims because like you said you said and i know this and and i know many of the listeners will be aware that muslims are now choosing to either delay marriage or some not wanting to get married at all
1: yeah so that's that's a big challenge we have i think some of the misconceptions we have of, of what marriage is going going to be they -hmm. think oh i'm just gonna wait until later and then when i wait later there'll be someone to marry me Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: that's the bitter truth that we don't really tell people that how hard it is later to get married it is can you get married yes you can but it's gonna be much more challenging by waiting and putting other things on the side there's there's Uh, great gems of wisdom when the Prophet has given us the sunnah of doing things in a specific way. Once we go outside of the scope of Islam and start doing things our own way, then we're going to have the consequences that come with those things. Like, for example, the whole dating thing is not something that's allowed in Islam, Mm -hmm. but yet Muslims still do it. And then there's consequences that come with those dating. You know, sometimes those dates can end up doing things you later may regret. Mm-hmm. Or it may give you a bad um, unfortunately, it gives a bad reputation for like, hey, is this person been on all these d- dates with all these different people? What's really going on? And uh, it's just a lot of issues, unfortunately, we don't discuss very much. And I, mm-hmm. I, I feel that, I feel that we need to t- be more t- truthful with our audience, yes. with the Muslim youth, and Tom, look, this is what's gonna happen if you continue like pushing back like the whole marriage thing. Yeah. and you be in these yeah. relationships. And this and that, it's gonna be much more difficult. Saying I had five or six girlfriends or boyfriends, there's a small, much smaller audience that will consider you for marriage. Hmm.
0: Yeah. They don't want
1: that. Especially, I mean, it's one thing that you didn't understand Islam, or you weren't very religious back then. But if you knew the truth and you still decide to do that,
0: hmm. it just
1: is unfortunate. It'll be a reflection of your decision making, and that makes it a very unattractive trait for a lot of people who are looking to get married. They're not looking to. No one's gonna marry their girlfriend.
0: That, that is, yeah, I, I really, yeah, that is so, it's, it's such a shame. I think women in particular get really affected by popular culture. And I'm not yeah. saying it's because women are, are, are less intelligent. I think it's just the, the, the we're, we're bombarded with this idea that if you, you get to know the guy and somehow you have to fall in love with him and that his, yeah. um his, uh, what's the, what his intentions will be honorable and he will ask for your hand in marriage. That's the way they show it. And that's it's like that really fairy tale romance, but that's not that's what not what is happening. And if you think of the you just have to look at the misery that your average woman in in the West, in UK or US is going through, yeah. it, it's not ending in marriage. It's actually ending in if not, you know, heartbreak, there's sexual harassment, there's date rape. Yeah. It, there's that really ugly side that yeah. is being glossed over.
1: And they don't we don't really discuss it very much. And those statistics are kind of hidden under the Muslim community. Yeah. So we get the glamorous part of dating, get to meet these new people, have dinner and go outside and da, 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 da. But then we don't talk about the other side of it. And mm. if you go to a non-Muslim world and talk about dating, say, what are some things that result from dating? And as you just mentioned, some of those things in relationships is, and Unfortunately, it, it causes problems, and we don't yeah. discuss it. We are not—we are going to be just as vulnerable as non-Muslims once we start doing the actions outside of Islam. Just because we're Muslim doesn't protect us from anything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's one thing we don't discuss. The second thing we it, it, we have to keep in mind is and this is very interesting. Sometimes a somebody wants to be the modern husband or wife, but they want a traditional wife or husband, and that mix doesn't work. See, mm-hmm. I want, like, for example, let's say I'm a modern husband but i want a traditional wife that follows the rules of islam and does this, this and this but i'm gonna do all the other things that modern people do as a hey like for example the way i interact with the opposite gender mm. and you see this and then and like men sometimes they'll be very very comfortable with the opposite gender have all these girlfriends and do all this stuff and then they want to marry someone who's traditional yeah who follows the guidelines of islam deep down they know that is the way of marriage But they want to have their fun first and vice versa. Now today you see the same thing with sisters. They want to be modern and they want a traditional husband who will make sure I have my rights as a good husband, who's going to do this and provide and protect. Well, guess what? When you're more modern, as far as your mentality outside of the scope of Islam, you're going to attract more modern men outside of the scope of Islam. And then both of you will have these issues, just like right now, like I mentioned, like gender relations, Mm -hmm. the way you deal with opposite gender. It's going to be very, very going to cause a lot more issues that you wouldn't have not had if you both kind of like followed what Islam has given us as our guidelines from everything, not just a right to the husband and wife, but everything from A to Z. Yeah. So I think that's one of the challenges we have. And I, getting married, by the way, for all those who are listening, isn't hard. Mm-hmm. Getting married to the right person is hard, yeah. right? So those people are harder to find. And one thing we says, well, I keep looking for them, but I can't find them.
0: Yes, yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, <laughs> but and the so question they...
1: is, even if you do find them, what makes that person pick you? Hmm. You know, you have to be that unique thing. Like I told sometimes I talk to people looking to get married. I say, what are you looking for? And they give me this huge checklist of I want this, 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 this. And you look at this, and you're like, hey, I have a question for you. They're like, yes, if I give you this exact same list back, and I ask you this person that you're that you're visualizing what would their list look like hmm. and they're like um they don't really think about it so i'm saying in other words why would they pick you <laughs> right we don't really think about it say so do you have all the checklists on that person's checklist because this sounds like an amazing person yeah,
0: but i'm sure they would want
1: something <laughs> of higher quality as well
0: yeah
1: we don't think of it that way and then we wonder why we don't get that right person yeah. So it goes back to the ayah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah will not change the condition of the people until they change what is within themselves. So in other words, the success of all things are in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm-hmm. All these magical ways, coincidence ways. We we met someone and you hear all these amazing uh, stories. It sounds so romantic. I was talking to so-and-so and then my friend's friend told me this and we just, was a perfect match. Mm-hmm. There's no coincidence. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened doors in ways you didn't imagine. So in a way, what happens is, when you are becoming a better person and you work on your relationship between you and Allah, Allah may open doors that you may have never imagined, and now suddenly, somehow, some way, this unique person comes into your life. Similarly, if you're not doing that, and that person is looking for somebody, Allah is just, just like you want a really, really good person. That very, very good person wants a good person as well. Mm-hmm. So it's something we just don't really discuss very much. And unfortunately, I think if we think about it a little bit more I and mean, we return to Islam, inshallah, and for our answers, uh, I think we'll have a different level of success.
0: Yeah, alhamdulillah, and I think that is the kind of advice we need to be giving, um, you know, inshallah, the advice I've given in the book, uh, that it's, in a way, you have to, one, you have to start being much more mature, you have to think rather than okay there's things that you personally want but if you're not do your what your expectations and what your wants are if that's not within the framework of what pleases Allah that you will have problems that don't yes. uh, because I know like for any young girl growing up in the UK or US the the narrative that we've been taught from a young age is so far away from Islam when it comes to love and relationships and marriage, that it's, I really see that as a very big barrier towards like, we have to unlearn so many things because we're, yeah. we don't like the idea of a traditional Islamic marriage anymore. But one, one reason is because unfortunately we don't see many good examples. There are good yeah. examples. So I'm not gonna be that silly person who say, says, all oh, Muslim <laughs> marriages and arranged marriages are bad. That's not true. They're a good marriage is bad marriage, but it seems like um, I'm hearing and this is the emails and the, when people mm-hmm. fill in my questionnaire, they're saying that they're fearful that if I go down the Islamic route, I'm going to get a very controlling husband or a very strict husband or he won't, you know, uh, and, and that can be and I, and they see bad examples and think, OK, I'm going to try the alternative, which is a more moderate progressive version of a marriage where I have more choice. Um, okay. and that's so the di- there's, di- there's,
1: dilemma. there, dilemma there is a there's two things on two sides of every, two sides of every, every coin as they say hmm. so let's talk about the first aspect of it like the modern traditional husband the way I see the word traditional and modern hmm. I, I don't say traditional I see the words we actually use is uh the word that we, what do we use we use people who are very um we, what's the opposite of progressive? You would oh, say uh,
0: backward and strict, and um, yeah, you say it's strict, uh,
1: or you'll say like even the word uh, conservative, uh, extreme conservative. conservative. There you yeah. go, yeah. conservative. That's the word I hear often. Mm. The way I see the word conservative is rigid. Yes. A lot of people say I'm very yeah. conservative. That just means I'm very rigid. That's the way I've perceived people based mm. on their interactions because they think being religious means to be as rigid as possible, mm. as strict as possible. And that is not what Islam is. Islam never said when the Prophet had two options, Mm -hmm. he would take the harder route. Yes. He would always take the easier route. So being more rigid is not being more religious. Mm -hmm. So some people who suddenly decide to become much more religious, all they're saying is I'm becoming more rigid. Some of them. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, you have people who are very progressive. Their mentality is, hey, I know this is what Islam says, but I'm just going to throw it out the window and I'm going to do it my own way because this makes me feel good. And this is in 2021 and that's not the correct answer either. So where is the middle ground like you want to do things the right way, but you don't want to. So like when you're dealing with someone like Muslims, for example, there's two types of Muslims. There are Muslims who put Islam first and then those people you don't have to worry about a good husband or a good wife. They're putting Islam first. Then there's other people who look very religious. They will, you, by their actions, they come across as religious, he prays, he fasts, he has like, he looks religious, mashallah, that doesn't tell you anything about the person. The real person that you haven't seen yet is that person when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests them, mm-hmm. when he's angry, when he's going through trials and tribulations, when he, how he disagrees with somebody. Does he dominate the conversation, speak over them, not let them finish even their sentence? Is he rude to the waiter or waitress when you're eating something? Or is the person who's very insignificant in their life and how he treats that person? That's the character that's going to affect you because no matter how amazing you think your husband, future husband or wife is going to be, you're going to argue with them. You're going to have disputes with them. And how they act and those boundaries that they will not cross is dictated by their understanding of Islam. So there are Muslims who are cultural and they have this religious actions and ibadah that they do so you're like wow that person is religious but if you really dig down that religious actions are really just part of their culture not because necessarily 100 believe in it in fact when you really really talk to them they realize that i just do this because my dad did this and my people do this and in my country do we do it this way mm-hmm. it's just it's religious actions that are part of a culture then there's other people that religion is their culture Dean of Islam is their culture. And if you marry the second, the latter one I just mentioned, you're much, much less likely to have some issues. And I think that's the problem. A lot of people have dealt with those cultural Muslims. So they end up marrying a cultural man who looks religious. And then they say, I can't stand these type of people. I'm just going to the opposite direction and go for the modern. Well, here's a second part that people don't really understand until they get into it. Marrying a modern husband or wife comes with those modern ideas that are alienated to Islam. For example, a modern husband will say, you know what? This is 2021. You should be working the same amount as I do. And this whole idea of you keeping all your money, that's from 1,400 years ago. In 2021, everyone, I need half of your money. Mm -hmm. And I need you to do half of the things of this. And I need you to do this, this, and this, and this. And sister's like, wait, what about my... Right, rights from 1400 years ago lady yeah we're yeah. talking about right now <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, that's what i'm saying people want to be modern but they want the traditional husband that follows the correct islam like i want to be like abc but i want to like someone like the prophet islam or i want to be like abc and i want someone like khadijah you be like khadijah and i want to be whatever it's mm-hmm. so the ideas of today's society that causes our uh, causes problems is like where the rise of feminism has come from you know is men mistreating women and then women need equal rights. In Islam, there was equal rights from day one. There was, women had the right to vote from day one. There was no protest of, can we have ability to vote? No, from day one, sisters had the ability to vote, and their vote counted the same as men. Mm-hmm. Today, we don't have that. Until In mean, the country I live, in less than 100 years ago, women finally got the right to vote. Mm-hmm. After how much fighting? After, even though they were here at the very beginning when the country was being built, Mm-hmm. And they're the mothers of those people that built this country and the sisters of those people and the wives of those people. But their voice didn't mean as much as those as those people. Mm-hmm. And that just tells you that humanity, when we go away from Islam and what the Prophet Islam has taught us, we will t- we think we're progressing, but we're really taking steps backwards. And in the very end, we live in a society where women by default can't even get equal pay as men.
0: Are you looking for a God-conscious husband? Or do you have a friend that is looking for a compatible spouse? Getting married is one of the most important decisions of your life. So before you embark on your marriage journey, you need answers so you have clarity and confidence to find a compatible husband. Smart Single Muslimer is a thought-provoking Muslim marriage guide for Muslim women. In the book, you'll discover how to find a husband how to find out if you are compatible, what questions to ask a potential spouse and how to deal with disappointment. Adopting a Smart Islamic Approach to Relationships is about following some simple prophetic principles that will change your habits and attitudes about getting married. If you want honest pre-marriage advice that addresses contemporary issues you're facing, then you will find this book extremely useful. Available to buy on Amazon, in Kindle or paperback format.